salmon broth like things. Hi, Ross. Hello, Sam. We're in Studio B. Real life. I can see your face. I can see your face, too. Welcome to Sam and Ross Like Things. This is the show where I'm Sam. And I am Ross. And we talk about things that we like with no hedging. Welcome to episode 71, 71-er of your Sam and Ross Like Things show. Remember when it was um, almost 50 yeah. for several years, and I was like, well, we're almost at 50. Right. I feel like it's about time to start saying we're almost at 100. Uh, whoa. I mean, 50 is only half of 100. And we're almost at 100 now. And from what I hear, it's the magic number where Squarespace breaks. Oh, yeah. That is true. Do we Are we going to do a thing about that? Uh, when we get to 100, cool. it'll be our special treat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with some follow-up. So our last episode was about... Um, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, two weeks ago, exactly. And I talked about my love of dollar coins. And I mentioned how every year for my birthday, my dad sends me a proof set and i'm getting out the 2019 proof set and handing it to ross so this is a box and contained within i assume are golden doubloons yep on the front is the washington monument and the reflecting pool it says 2019 united states mint proof set i'm gonna open it up is that okay Uh uh-huh no you ruined it all right inside oh these are neat so it's like coins sandwiched in plastic yeah do, do you ever open it or is no, like if you were to no, open no, it no. that would be like the that would worst. be the worst yeah and it looks they're so shiny is they're this mint what, this is it, what mint condition means is this what it looks like when they come off hot off the presses uh, also off called the a mint, mint. <laughs> they're so shiny sam they are very they look shiny. like cartoons of coins because they're so shiny uh-huh and this one i'm holding in my hand there's a dime and a penny <laughs> i don't actually know what some of these there's a dime a penny uh, we talked about the golden dollar uh-huh and then there's a 50 cent piece right is that this one with kennedy on it yep and then what is this is a nickel yep is that what nickels look like now uh-huh i haven't seen a nickel in a in a while is this what the backs of coins looks like now uh-huh have you guys seen the back of a coin recently <laughs> the penny is is this are people okay with this what, that the penny has uh, doesn't have the Lincoln Memorial on yeah. it anymore? That's been a long time, Ross. And people are fine with that? I, uh, they seem to not be rioting in the streets. <laughs> this penny has a shield on it, like a, like a old school Captain America shield. Uh-huh. And a banner across it that says, one cent. Yeah. It's been that way for, for probably a decade. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, um, and there's two. Look, uh, before you move yeah, on, okay. uh, I want to point out the back of the dollar coin. Oh, I looked at it and I couldn't understand. It looked like it was a, a person, but also space. Yeah, so it is a Mary Golda Ross, who was a Native American who worked on the space program. Oh, cool. And the equation there is an equation regarding uh, some aspect of the two-body problem, so escape velocity and oh, how you neat. get to the other get to the other place so that's like v as it approaches infinity sure sure sure. that's cool man yeah these are neat and then the other set so there's two of these in here and the other one has oh these are just quarters oh that's right we talked about how there were quarters from various places and in special edition quarters mm-hmm. and so this is all quarters 
Is this what quarters look like now too? I, I'm sorry, but these yes. these also look like cartoons of things. <laughs> All right, and then on the back of these we've got we've got the obverse. Yes. Oh, the obverse. We've got Lowell. I don't know what that is. That's a person. It looks like a person with a printing press, maybe, or a loom you of got some a sort. Card. Oh, I've got a card. Oh my gosh, I can't. This is minute print. How does one read the 2019? Okay. Definitely can't read any of this. Oh, the obverse. Washington, Washington, Washington. Lincoln, Jefferson. What is this? I can't I can't parse this table on this card you've given me. Okay. So you are looking at the quarters. Yes. And the uh, reverse. Oh, sorry. Obverse is the front. Reverse is the back. Oh, okay. My apologies. One is Lowell National Historical Park. Okay. One is American Memorial Park. One is War in the Pacific National Historical Park. Okay, I can recognize that one. There's a man on a on a beach with a gun. San Antonio Missions National Historical Park. Probably okay. the Alamo. Yeah, yep. Uh, Frank Church River of No Return Wilderness. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. That's great. <laughs> are these, so these are the, sp- we're done with states, right? And now, now we're right. on to like cool stuff. In cool America. stuff in America. These are cool, Sam. Yeah, I'd like them. Now, I know we already did a whole episode on these, but like, do you, um, like, these will go on the on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like pop them off the shelf and like peruse? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. These are neat. All right. We also have some listener mail. Whoa, listener mail. Uh, this, is, this is the first item. Okay. This is a postcard of an elk and then underneath it says canada and the elk looks like it's saying canada <laughs> was there a speech bubble no but its mouth is open and you can just imagine that's probably yeah, what yeah. elk say all right this says oh it's a rocky mountain elk the the postcard clarifies this says dear sam and ross i am in canada with sam were you in canada i was uh two weeks ago <laughs> two weeks ago <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> we've been around for a little bit, and I don't remember you being in Canada. No, we went to Canada this summer. Yeah, that's right. We have not seen elk, but there have been plenty of deer, otters, and rabbits. I like the nature here and being by the sea with my husband, Sam. Love cat. Oh, yeah. Did cat send this postcard from Canada? <laughs> look oh, at the post. There is a po- Oh, look at this. Well, it's not really a stamp, but I guess it's some sort of postcard stamp. Uh-huh. Postage page. But there should be a postmark on it. The stamp? Nope. Uh, there's some of that barcodes for robots at the bottom. Oh, yeah. That's where it is. Yeah, so it was uh, mailed from Canada. That's awesome. Thanks, Kat. And it arrived only, you know, yesterday, right? Yeah. Right? I, I it, totally... beat, it beat you back <laughs> from Canada. <laughs> yes. Whew. And then uh, we have more listener mail. This is a listener package. It is. And inside this listener package... You know what I love to do in this. I got some lovely crumply paper. Isn't that good? It's pretty good. Is that good? It's pretty good. And a book. Is this Adventure Zone book two? Yeah. Has our has our anonymous mysterious Adventure Zone mailer sent us book two? They have. Here is, there's a note. There is a note. At the top. Oh, the note says, my stuff other people like. Giving gifts to friends friend from friend of the show. Who's friend? Who are you, friend of the show? 
What a mysterious person. We love person. you. But this is the Adventure Zone Volume 2. You might recall from episode remember, that uh, I assume the same person, but it could, it might not be. It might be a cabal. It might be, like a copycat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sent us the first volume of the Adventure Zone graphic novel, and this is the second um, volume. Who gets first dibs, Sam? You do. Okay. Fair enough. I won't argue. I've been yeah. saying fair enough a lot, like, a lot tonight. Fair enough. My oldest daughter, Emmy, and I have been listening through the Adventure Zone. Oh, really? Yes. Tell me your... Th- okay, so, like, there's... I have some obvious questions. Sure. Um, there are some adult parts of that. Right. What? I guess you just have the conversation beforehand. Like, there are adult things in here. Just- right. It, and Emmy is of an age where... Uh, so, where she just, like, oh, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's fine. I don't really either. Um, we just got to the part, spoilers, where Merle uh, charms the plants mm-hmm. and she had to she had to turn it off because <laughs> it was gross and the, you know that's the appropriate feeling yeah that's great yeah it's like you're in a an 80s comedy movie <laughs> love it awesome thank you anonymous it is really it friend is of the meaningful. show friend of the show friend of the show um sam do you, do you have, have do you do you have any follow-up um no, no, I'll save it. I have, I was going to say some things, but we'll just keep it to the end. Okay. Let's do some stuff other people like. Stop! Are you ready? No. Too bad. <laughs> Buckle in. Oh, uh, I love this first one. Sam, <laughs> Steve likes Oystoberfest. Oh, yeah. Oystoberfest. Which is an event that has happened in the past. Yeah. Not too far in the past. No, no. Um, he, he sent us this uh, promptly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just, you can look it up when it was. It, um, but say that we, say you were living in the past. Mm-hmm. You could bike yourself. You were uh, putting right what once went wrong. Yeah. Like, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bike yourself there. Uh, and they had bike valet. This is important information for tra- the time traveler, right. right? Go to the Oystoberfest. Take your bike there. There's bike valet, but bring $2 uh, because you have to pay $2. Um, and then I, I'm, I'm losing my thread because of the time travel. I think something. You get $2 per bike in the in tickets. Oh, if you bike there. If you bike there. Okay. And I will um, take this time for a public apology yep. where I did the thing where, so I was feeling bad on, on on a, on Sunday morning and I sent uh, this Steve a note saying hey I won't be able to make my volunteer oyster shucking shift uh, because I hurt my back and he said did you hurt it shucking oysters no I okay. heard it doing something else uh, here I heard it um, getting up from the chair in the library <laughs> after finishing reading the New Yorker oh cool. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, so I sent this text to Steve on Sunday morning saying I can't come to my shift in the afternoon. And he said, that's, up? that's not a problem because the event was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Steve's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Sorry guy. about that. Um, Steve continues. Uh, Steve likes when the double yellow lines are painted over a manhole cover and then the manhole cover is rotated. Yeah, chaos. I love that too. And I wonder, like... 
what the percentage is, how many people like it and stuff. Yeah, like if I were a person working like a... a, a they do it on purpose. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. So are you the person who puts the manhole back lined up? I certainly am. I would line that thing up every single time I put it back. And or, that is why you would never be hired. To- <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, listen, we got to move. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's off. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, Steve likes the Expensify app service. This is not finally. This is a trio. <laughs> Steve likes the Expensify app slash service, which sounds budget-related maybe. Yeah. Um, Roll20.net, which is cool D&D, like run your D&D game on the web. Whoa. And then Elbow, which Steve lets us know is a band because we never know when things are bands. Okay. Will that go on the music list? Oh, yeah. I, it will. I will do that. Where's the music list, Ross? Uh, it's Sam and Ross like music playlist on Apple Music. Excellent. Um, have you ever used Roll20.net, Sam? I haven't. Doesn't it cost money? Um, it might, but you can poke around for free. Okay. And the thing I like about it, I haven't used it a ton, but the thing I liked when I was poking around was, you know how when we play D&D, Sam, we do a lot of like theater of the mind. Yes. And then we, we place our place our figures on a, on a white scape landscape or whatever yeah um you can do that on roll 20 and you can drop in little doodads and but the cool part is you can do that like on the internet with your friends so so like you don't all have to be in the same place but you can still experience that's that's awesome the mind theater to i think that's what the uh mcelroys use is it when the adventure zone I, I I mean I always this so I mean you know this it's challenging to get a group of five adults together yeah especially old adults that may or may not injure themselves getting up out of chairs and stuff. Yep. Um, it's, it's challenging. The calendars are challenging to align. So if you don't have to leave the house, I think the challenge gets easier. All right. Anyway, sorry, that was a tangent. Um, Imogen likes Melanie Martinez's new album, K-12. Yeah, she went to the Melanie Martinez concert in Richmond last night. Whoa. With her mom. What, how, what genre would you classify Melanie Martinez as? Um, pop, Wait, can I can I say pop, a th- pop? Pop. Okay. Pop, pop, Melanie Martinez, and like I don't know Melanie Martinez, right? The line was around the block to get in, and Apple Notes has underlined Melanie Martinez as like mm-hmm. a real proper noun that I should know and can click on. Yeah, it's a big deal. Okay, did did she have fun at the she, concert? She, I wasn't with her, but I got pictures. She apparently had uh, a blast. She stage dive or crowd surf or anything? Uh, no. Okay. Um, my wife was with her and a condition of going was we are going to go up in the balcony where there are seats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Lorelai likes mints and Dr. Who. Yeah. Are you doing a whole Dr. Who situation at home? We do. We're watching through the, the re the, the, 2000s reboot okay that's what everyone and, says to do for yeah newcomers. I, I would recommend it too and we just um got to the end of the season with uh donna who's our favorite companion i don't know what those words mean but um all right season series yeah uh donna is a person a character okay on the show and companion the doctor most of the time the doctor is an alien okay a time lord a time lord Uh uh-huh okay (laughs) and he or she travels through space and time in a blue box called the TARDIS, which is time and relative dimension in space. TARDIS. And more often than not, he or she has one to a handful of companions who travel with them. Is that just like pals or are they like crew members? They are are sometimes romantic interest. 
the the key thing about Donna is that they're they're mates. They're okay. Uh, they're chums. There's a there's oh a, mates different right. There, and there's a, there's a joke around that okay. where he says to her, "I'm looking for a mate," and she's like, "You're what? No, no way! I'm like, no, no, I'm a friend." <laughs> and uh, they are not really crew, but they help and they keep the doctor grounded in because time lords are super powerful he's the last of his kind and keeps him uh grounded is, is it so, is, is, I, the best way i could describe it in in the best way i can describe it is you know in narnia mm-hmm. where they say aslan is not a tame lion yes the doctor is not a tame time lord is he is he a q He's not a Q. He doesn't have like reality warping powers, but his knowledge of the universe is is extreme and plot dependent. Like what the plot needs him to know, he knows. Mm. But he also is responsible for ending a war by killing both sides of the war. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Um, we we have been looking for a new show as a family. Um, Do it. But it's like a big commitment, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. And the British series are not that long. Oh, is it like a six or seven episode sort of deal? Yeah. Okay. And then there are Christmas specials in between. <laughs> what, a, what a charming tradition that is, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to put that on the list. Um, yeah. Okay. Lorelai likes it. You might like it too. Yeah. We, we really enjoyed um, the new Lost in Space reboot. And like I've yeah. been looking for like a family sci-fi that we can watch together. Yeah, and it starts out pretty family. Like there, early on, there are fart aliens. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cat likes reading Margaret. Blah, blah blah blah. Cat likes reading Margaret Atwood's new book, The Testaments. Yeah. I think she won an award for that book. Maybe my wife didn't, but Margaret Atwood. Maybe. Uh, it was the. Set in the same world as The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you know when in the timeline? Like, I think pre- after. Okay, fat. Ooh. I don't, it's not, not, as far as I know, it's not a direct sequel, but there are. Okay. Yeah. I love that universe and, and constantly wanting to know more about the universe mm-hmm. than is in the original book. Um, Grace likes screen printing at the Visual Arts Center. I think screen printing is awesome. Um, Rena likes her great, Pyrenees and the color pink. Okay. That's a dog, right? Yeah, you love the color pink. I it is a like prime. Yeah. Um I bought a I bought a new pink thing just today. But I can't tell you because it's for my wife's birthday. And you I know how my her <laughs> her birthday's this week and you, I know how you turn this out super quick, so right. it might be a spoiler. And I know so. how she listens to every episode. <laughs> yeah, so we, I just can't even mention it. Um John likes recovering from surgery. That's that's a heavy but good like. Yeah. Um, nurses. Keisha family is a big fan of nurses. We think nurses are the best. They're pretty awesome. Um, the Second Street or Two Street Festival, which was just a couple, two weeks ago. Yeah. Cafe Ole. Cafe Ole Ole Ole. And the deliberate inclusiveness of Binford Middle School. Yeah, it is a pretty deliberate, inclusive place. That's awesome. Yeah. Chris likes tomorrow morning's temperatures and then has... The um, freezing cold the awkward Jack, face, Jack Frost smiley face. Is that what that is? I don't know. Oh. I'll say, yeah, that's great. Looks like Mr. Meeseeks. 
Um, I'm trying to call Mr. Reese. Oh, from um, Rick and Morty. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm it Mr. Reeseeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. Um, and then, assuming whenever this tomorrow morning was, it will also be cold tomorrow. So, I'm with you. I like the cold. You can always put on more clothes, Sam. You can. And you can't always take off more clothes. That's true. Adam likes the feeling when you've been on the run all week, and by bedtime, you hardly remember putting out the light to go to sleep. Wow. It's good. Most of the time, I fall asleep. I, I put out the light when the Kindle bangs me in the face. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I've been doing lately that I really enjoy? Um, I will get in bed and start reading, and then the Kindle will bang me in the face. But what I'll do, because Valerie is like in the bathroom getting ready, she goes to bed way later than I do, I'll just lay the iPad down and fall asleep knowing that Valerie will come in and wake me up like because she's going to bed. And then I do like a, a true go to sleep. So it's like I have two go to sleep. You moments. get two sleeps. Yeah. I've been loving it because it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to fall asleep. But guess what? I know in a little bit, I'm really going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is a practice. Yeah. It feels great. It's awesome. Uh, Plow Flakes Beyond Beef. Oh, man. Okay. Hold on. Plow Flakes Beyond Beef. Let's just stop, stop and talk about it. Yeah, we get that. It's delicious. Have you had, and I know Plof has had since. I have not had an Impossible Burger. I'm a, I'm a big fan, Sam. Yeah? I think that we could just switch all the burgers at fast food places to Impossible Burger, and the vast majority of people wouldn't know. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, I was very impressed. Like the Buffy episode where the secret ingredient is meat? I don't ever watch Buffy, but yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um, Plof continues, Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade's great. That was almost going to be a like for me, but I'm still testing it out. All right. But I'm really enjoying it as Did well. you pay your first $5 yet? Yeah, well, yesterday or yep. today or something. Um, and Plof likes how, knowing how to solve a Rubik's Cube. You know how to do that, right? Well, I know like the first two steps. And then the, the like third and fourth final steps are like, if he has them committed to memory, I'm impressed. Okay. Because they're like non Step one, pick up cubes. Yeah. Step two. <laughs> Uh, turn it one degree counterclockwise. <laughs> Step three, solve cube. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, basically. And then JR likes Apple Arcade. Whoa. He's been cr- he's been crushing what's, through games. What's he been playing? Just all of them? All of them. Um, he's been playing What the Golf, which I'll talk about later. Um, he's been playing uh, Dungeon. Hold on. It's called... Card of Darkness. He played a little bit of Card of Darkness. Um, it's not on here. Uh, Card of Darkness, I've played all the way through multiple times, and I can't for the life of me figure out what the final achievement is. I even went so far as to tweet at the, the <laughs> maker of the game, and, and he didn't help me out. But if you, listener, happen to know what that... And I even went on Reddit to see, and nobody knows what that last achievement is, the 50-point achievement. I've tried beating the game, tried to beat every level without using any of the Darkness cards. <sighs> Nothing? Nothing. Um, have but you, I'm good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoy that game. I enjoy... Um, mini motorways. I keep putting on and off my devices because it's like Mini Metro, one of those games that is just the right dopamine mix for, oh, six hours have passed. But I am in the top 10 in some of the scores. No, I'm not <laughs> top 10. Um, I'm like in the low 20s. That's awesome. I- I'm excited for... Maybe we should talk about Apple Arcade on another episode, but I, I like I'm really into what the golf at the moment, yeah. And I want to just 100 percent it, yeah. And, and then like the exciting thing for me, there's just like a whole, it's a whole bin of games out there that I can. Yeah, you haven't even scratched the surface. Not even. Um, Jr. continues. 
to like sneezing. Huh. I thought that was a great like. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Sneezing feels so good. It does. Uh, you sneeze when you drive, your eyes close. Well, if you kept your eyes open, your eyeballs would pop out. That's it's, science. Whoa. <laughs> and then Val finally likes resistance bands. Not a band. Okay. But you know what I'm talking about? Uh, at first, I was thinking, okay, like political oh. bands of hooligans. Oh, that's awesome. Like 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 protest bands. Yeah. Cool. Uh, no, this is ec- the exercise stretchy things, like rubber bands. Oh, uh, yeah, like you would do it like a physical therapy or at your house. Yeah. Listeners can't see it, but I'm doing this thing with my arms yeah. that would really illustrate. Yeah. If you could picture the Olivia Newton-John video, let's get physical. Oh, yeah. Boom. But staying in a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ross right now. You can't podcast while while jazzercising, aerobicizing, or <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> that was a good list. Yeah, it was great. That was great. Great list. Uh, Ross. Yeah. We have a Patreon. We do. It is patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things. Right at the top. Right yeah. at the top. You can click a button and give us money. The money will come to us. Yep. It'll oh. come to us at the end of the month. Uh, you, uh, no, it will come to us. Oh, it will. That's true. You, But it, you will only be charged. You'll only be charged... Uh, when we release an episode. Yeah. So at most every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. It helps us pay the bills, mm-hmm. uh, which are not extreme, nope. uh, but it is nice to uh, have that when we're going through the YNAB and it's like, oh, that's coming out of that pot, that uh, yep. right out of that Patreon money. Yep. So that's great. And there are some goals up there where we might get a nacho cheese dispenser. Two nacho cheese dispensers. Each. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's a mystery goal that no one has written to tell me <laughs> what it is. We really need someone to transcribe every word we've said, <laughs> index it, could we put get it a in wiki? a wiki. Yeah, if we could just have a wiki. Right, but that's one component to all the all the work. And then uh, could that be the goal? What if that's the goal? The mystery goal. What if that's the mystery goal? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> get enough money to pay someone to make us a wiki. I think that was it. Yep, that's it. Cool. So patreon.com slash Sam Ross like things. Yeah. Thanks everybody. And thanks for everyone who contributes currently. All right. So we come to the point in the notes where I pretend I don't know which one of us goes, but I honestly don't know which one of us goes. You're first in the note. I didn't update the note properly. You go first this time. (sighs) Really? Mm -hmm. Would you like me to tell you the thing that you like this week? Yeah. I'd love that. Sam, you like having written. Oh, (laughs) Yes, having written, Ross, sometimes I write things yeah. for fun and or money mm-hmm. or and or because someone asked me to or they gave me a comp ticket to something and to write a review. These are all great reasons to write things. Uh-huh. And this is almost like a not taking a shower. Yeah, I love the inverse likes. The inverse likes. I love having written. I love having it be done, mm-hmm. have it go out. I don't have to think about it anymore and then if there's a delay between publishing i love publish day it Mm. could be you know just when i hit the button right i love it but it's also one of those hey um i'm gonna sit around just seeing hey does anybody like my thing because i i love the likes and hearts as you as you may recall Uh, but the process of writing is difficult super hard it's super duper hard and I haven't found any acquaintance that likes it. 
So tell me what yeah. what is your process of writing look like? <laughs> what does the process look like? Okay. Uh, so one of the things that I write on the regular is I write for the Dad Zone. Dad Zone. On Richmond Family Magazine. Yes. Which is both print and online. Mm-hmm. And I write that column every three months. So there are two other dads and it's a, there's a rotation. Okay. And my process is uh, at the beginning of the month, I've got a project that kicks off when it's my month on the first of the month. In OmniFocus. In OmniFocus. And it basically says, talk to my editor. And that could be uh, have a couple ideas ready and or ask, hey, is there a theme or something I should work on this month? And I send that email and kind of get that going. And then I will kind of take notes or jot down ideas as I go in various distinct draft not consolidated because i'm not that organized just as they pop into my head into mm-hmm. drafts just all over the place sure and then when the deadline is is tomorrow i will start panic writing okay cool and then no hold on one yeah. second how you said you like jot down ideas like are these like bananas uh Going to the park. Sometimes or, or it'll it like be. A, a sometimes sentence? it'll be a sentence. Sometimes okay. it'll be a turn of phrase. Sometimes it'll be an outline. Almost an outline. Okay. Okay. So more than just like, oh, I'd be cool to write about like ice cream sandwiches. That comes first. Like ice cream sandwiches is the talk to my editor. Like, okay, ice cream sandwiches. Okay. Uh, but no, no yeah, it it does not look like anything until the night before the deadline. Okay. Okay. So it's the night before the deadline. And, uh-huh. and, you, and what does panic writing mean? My brain chemistry is such, I've got ADHD, that I can't work with blank paper in front of me. So the anxiety of the deadline gives me the dopamine rush to actually just like, no, you got to get it. You just got to get it out get it, and start typing. And that's what happens. I start typing. It typically needs to be after everybody's gone to bed. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be, um, procrastination is often involved. Sometimes it's really, really late. Sure. Um, sometimes I think once or twice I'd have started early and turned it in, you know, on time, (laughs) (laughs) but that's not the normal occurrence. The planning, it doesn't have that, that uh, dopamine rush of Mm -hmm. anxiety. All right. So you get it sent off to the editor. Oh, the editors are the best. Let me tell you. Yeah. Editors are cool. Editors are amazing. They take your writing, yeah, which is at best all right, and they make it good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I've worked with three editors. Uh, one is your spouse, mm-hmm. and one is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, your spouse Val, your best friend Susan, and um, Karen at RFM, and all of them have made my writing so much better that I feel, a sh- not shame, but just like, no, you, you all don't even know. Like, this wasn't anything until, it's not like they're writing the words, but they turn the words into good words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> editors are super freaking talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and normally that'll, uh, on RFM, the notes will come back to me to approve minor changes and or uh, grammar disagreements, which the sure. editor always wins. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, do you have the having written feeling 
instant you send it to the editor when the editor sends it back like when does when oh you start as, to get uh, the, the having written feeling is when it's at the editor okay so but there, there is a little bit of the is it good enough right, right. Mm-hmm. um all of the things that i've written that have gotten the most um most positive feedback are ones that i've thought were garbage yeah going out mm-hmm Say a little bit more. Like, what did you think they were garbage? Like, what about not them? garbage? That's being way too yeah, yeah, harsh. Yeah. But just, I've got this thing where I, I've got this impossible to reach perfect perfect thing that I know exists in my brain, and that's never what's on the piece of paper. But going to therapy has helped me realize that that will never end up on the paper, and to be proud of what I do. So I'm proud of it. But the feelings mm-hmm. are still there. I just yeah. have to use my second thoughts to say no. Th- you're thinking those thoughts, but. Is it really? Do you think yeah. it's the like? I'm interested in this. Like, is it <clears throat> is it the the concepts you feel are are bad when you send them, or the like execution of the concepts? Uh, like, it's interesting that the things it's got to be some sort something, right? Like, I'm interested in why editors invariably think that stuff's great, um, and what like flags it in your mind as bad <laughs> because. Uh, I quote unquote know it could have been so much better. Okay. Or what if I had just taken the time and you know started writing it two weeks before the deadline and done six drafts and the answer is it wouldn't it would probably be it the would, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't exist. Yeah. But that goes through my brain and I have to tell my brain, hey, you're thinking those thoughts. Let's talk through them. See if they actually are valid thoughts. Right. And they aren't. But I still fear them. But that feeling of, oh, it's done. And then when there's a delayed, so when I submit to Richmond Family Magazine, it is typically a month before it will actually be published. Mm-hmm. So I've forgotten about it. Right. It's gone from my brain. And then it comes out. And then you've have you've having written it again. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I wrote that thing. That was an entirely different person. That's awesome. Um, do you have a, like, is there a different feeling for because I know you said you write on your blog sometimes. Sometimes, um, um, is there a different feeling between like being in an actual publication and being on your web zone? So for me, the diff a major difference is if I committed something to another human being. Mm. Have I committed to doing something that almost makes all the difference? So difference in what? Doing it. Oh, but what I was asking is <laughs> your feeling of having written. Is it changed? Uh, when it's on on my web zone, um, it does feel good to it feels good to be done, mm-hmm. um, and those spurts because I'm not writing for somebody else are fewer and yeah. farther between. But sometimes you get in that flow and it just goes. Yes. And sometimes you've been sitting on idea on an idea for a while, and it's tickling in your brain, and you feel bad that you haven't written it, even though that doesn't make any sense. Yep, but. It just is there. So I keep a notes. Uh, I keep a single action project in OmniFocus that's paused for writing ideas. Interesting. Do you ever revisit ones that are old? Um, sometimes, but not as a matter of course. Yeah. I've been trying lately to like be really like meta aware of when the brain tickling is happening. Yeah. And then just committing to writing like four sentences. Because usually if you can get four sentences... And the rest like it's a lot out. of sentences. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it's a little bit too far of just like it's like going to the bathroom after you've had a couple of beers and then you gotta go to the bathroom yeah. the entire mm-hmm. rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. Breaking the seal. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, do you? I wait. Part of it. Uh, I do wish I wrote more because that feeling is good when it's done. Ask. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that enough to make but, you write more? It's a habit, and I'm, and I am. It is a difficult thing to build a habit, mm-hmm. and so I have been. A goal of mine would be to start a more regular writing habit, but then I get busy with life and. I don't, but maybe someday. I've been trying to write more regularly as well, even though I just write a ton anyway as my life. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I write in my life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I write emails that get compliments. Yeah, dude. I Okay, so I have been trying to schedule time in my, like time block on my calendar yeah. for writing, and I think that counts. Like it, there is sending an email, but then there is writing an email. Right. And they're different. And right. It, one is actual writing. Yeah. And I think that like when you and I and folks are like, oh man, I just like don't have any time to write. And it's like, well, I don't know. Like I am writing. Spent probably like four hours writing today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the getting the exact right sentences that not only convey you, what you're trying to express, but in, in the way that you know the person on the other end needs to hear it. It's yeah. writing an essay for one person. Yep. I find that really rewarding actually. It, it does. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I want, um, I like reading your stuff. I'd like to read it more, but like, thanks, you know, I should write more yeah, than you can yeah, read it. I understand how, I understand how it works. <laughs> it's tough. Cool. Thanks, Ross. Did I miss anything? You look like you want to say something. No, no. What is your, how about this, Sam? Tell me how I can read both dad zone and your personal written stuff. Yep. On your blog. Uh, you can read the dad zone in the, in the physical Richmond family magazine, which you can get all around Richmond at various awesome places. And I'm in it every three months, but pick it up anyway, because uh, that helps them make money, which then they can pay to me for writing in their magazine. Uh, And they've got a website, richmondfamilymagazine.com. And it's on there. Just search for dad zone. Cool. And you can find my writing at samdavies.me. That's my web zone. And you can find, I used to write for you. Yeah. You can find uh, some of the stuff I wrote on RVA News. RIP. It's, it, I mean, it's still there. It is, yes. I pay a hosting bill to maintain its corpse. Yeah. Fleshy corpse. But the writing's still there. It is, yeah. So you can just do an author search for me. Mm-hmm. You totally can. Yep. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Ross, you have a similar like this week. Yeah, our likes are aligned. They're aligned. What you like is GMRVA. Yeah, that's shorthand for Good Morning RVA, which is... I asked you if I could talk about this because I feel weird talking about it. But You're it hedging. Is, that's not hedging. That's just a... Oh, uh, it's, a, it's a statement. It's just let a me, statement. Let me ex- express this because coming yeah. from me, you are concerned yeah. that you are promoting your own thing on your own podcast True. That you're wearing the T-shirt of the band to yeah. that band's performance. Yeah, but even worse, it would be if it was your band. Like you went, like it, this is what it'd be like. It would be like if a director of a movie wore the shirt of the movie to his own movie premiere. That'd be pretty awesome. You think so? It'd be a reverse. Turns out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But then I said to you, so what? Yeah. So, Ross, you write every weekday morning, most weekday mornings. Yeah. Federal a, holidays. Exactly. A newsletter mm-hmm. about the goings on in Richmond. 
and your feelings about those things. Yep, and it's called Good Morning RVA. Good Morning RVA. So tell me the genesis. <laughs> tell me the genesis of Good Morning RVA. Yeah, so we just talked about RVA News, RIP. And it's rvanews.com, not rvanewsrip.com. <laughs> Can I get a dot .rip? Because that's a great idea. That is a great idea. That's, I wonder if that, that surely exists, right? That's a good top uh, level domain it's for, gotta be there. for projects that die. Um, so yeah, I used to run a news magazine called RVA News. You wrote there. Yeah. My wife, Valerie, wrote there. My best friend, Susan, wrote there. It was great. And then towards the end of the deal, um, we had started doing these like good morning RVA and good evening RVA emails where we do like, here's some stuff in the morning, here's some stuff in the evening. And then RVA News went away, went out of business. And I just really enjoyed one, staying abreast of like Richmond stuff. Yeah. And two, writing, like you said, writing is writing. a lot easier when you have a- um, A deadline a and deadline a goal or, or, and a yeah. template. So like, I just kind of kept doing this email and now it's been three years, three and a half years, Wow, I think. Um, and so every morning I get up at 5.28, earlier and earlier, because I'm 528. 5.28 is when the alarm is set. Okay. But lately my body's been getting me up at like five. Um, and I make a cup of tea, Earl Grey, hot. And nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> and then I sit down and I read Twitter for a little bit. And then uh, I start writing. Do you have a Twitter list? Nope, just my personal Twitter. All right. Mostly that the Twitter component is to like, shift me from being asleep to being awake being awake okay um sometimes i i like snag stuff from there it, and also like if if like i don't know something just totally bizarre and random happened in the middle of the night yeah I, I would like to know about it um and then i have a whole list of things that i go through every morning to check as like news sources and i just like start writing and i write for about an hour and a half wow and then it it becomes an email. I send it as an email. And then after the after I get the email put together and written and put into MailChimp and sent out, then I read it out loud into this microphone as a podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. I really enjoy it. So where do you get... Uh, I know your sources come from a lot of different news outlets around town and yep. some other blogs. Um, do you just have RSS feeds and you monitor them? Yeah. So it's the process is... I enjoy the process. Um, I have... In drafts, which we've talked about here before, I have yeah. like a whole list of have actions. We? Yeah, I, surely. I, it hasn't been a prime yet, though. Surely, so drafts is what I write in. Yeah, it's like my little notebook that I like write everything in. Um, it's an iOS app and a Mac OS app. <coughs> but so I, I, I have this whole like list of actions that I just go down from the top to the bottom, and at the top it's create a new email from a template, and then it's open the weather app and look at the weather because that's like a thing at the very top of the email is ah, right about yeah. the weather. And then the next one is uh, read my old RVA News email because I still get a jillion and two press releases to my old RVA News email. Okay. So I read that and look for anything interesting. And then it's um, look at the city's website for uh, all of their like committee meetings. Ooh. So I look at the committee meeting list. Is there anything going on in the committees um, today? And I look at their agendas and see if there's anything interesting wow. in there. Yeah, and then um, I there might be one or two other things, but then I open the um, Richmond Times Dispatch website, and I scroll through the front page and see if there's anything interesting. And then I have a whole bunch of news-related RSS feeds in. What do I use? I use a thing called Reader. Reader with two E's. Yeah. Well, um, three E's. Oh yes, three E's. Um, two in the middle and one in the end. 
And then it, it's like NBC 12, WTVR, um, The Cheats Movement, Richmond Magazine, Style Weekly, Richmond Biz Sense. Um, the Commonwealth Institute's blog is real good called The Half Sheet. Um, maybe one or two other things. But then that kind of get like, as I'm going through, I'm like pulling links. And usually I will f- see an interesting thing and then write for two to four sentences about it. Yeah. Um, and so I end up with about 800 words at the end of the day is what my goal is. Excellent. Yeah. And you pick an Instagram photo. I do. I'm, I w- kind of wish I didn't. I'm like stuck into it now because it's like a Facebook product. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't Does wanna, it have to be Instagram of the day? It doesn't have to be Instagram but of the day. What else would it be? But what else would it be? Where else do I find like, yeah, sure. If I had a cache of photos that people <laughs> readers sent me and I could pick from every day, I would love to do that instead of Instagram of the day. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, so that's the process. And you mix, miss the long reads. Oh, yeah. And then there's a long read as well, which is just like a cool, like an article that I found interesting. Excellent. The one coming up for Monday, Sam, spoiler alert, is really fascinating. It's about Qatar and how dang hot it is in Qatar. Okay. It's really hot. It's like 122 degrees over there. Wow. Yeah. They air conditioned the out, out of doors. Wow. You know how when we go to That's pack- called terraforming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, but that's not the direction we want to go. Um, you know how, like, on our patios here in the spring and the fall, we get the heaters? Yeah. It's like that, but air conditioners. Wow. Yeah, wild. Anyway, that sort of thing. So it's, it's like a mix of stuff that I find interesting and stuff that I find. Um, what's the word when you like, uh, you're like, oh, man, I should be better? That reading this makes me want to feel better. Not condemning, but, you know appreciating no like a lot of the times i pick the long reads because i feel like there's a good message that like we could be doing better and like reading this could optimist optimist prime optimist prime yeah um so yeah that's the process um awesome it's fun and it is very much which i enjoy written in the voice of ross as if you were talking to him in person yeah which i know has its positives and negatives in that um, sometimes you say things in the opinion of Ross Catro that are contrary to uh, opinions other people have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so this is the thing. Like, when I ran RVA News, the news magazine, um, f- f- futurely found at rvanews.rip, um, <laughs> like, the problem was you had to sell ads on content, right? Right. Like, you were just saying, pick up Richmond Family Magazine because that gives them ad impressions so that they can pay Sam. It's important. Mm -hmm. The problem is you can't, it's harder to sell ads around content that's very opinionated either way because advertisers don't want to be around like whatever thing they don't agree with, right? Right. Or they don't want to be seen as supporting whatever thing over here. So They want to be neutral. They want to be neutral and they want to appeal to the broadest audience so they can Which is in itself not being neutral, but cool. Totally, yes, yes. they just want to hit as many people, not offend as many people, get as many bucks as possible. And so right. like a lot of either intentionally or unintentionally, a lot of that drives like what a news magazine writes about and how they write about it. Yeah. So like it took probably a year and a half of not doing RVA news and doing good morning RVA where I realized that like, this is just an email that Ross sends to whomever and I can say whatever I want. Yeah. And so I do it and it feels so good. It feels good to be like, guess what? 
like Democrats are sweet and Republicans aren't sweet sometimes. See what a hedge that was, man. <laughs> right? It's even hard to do it. Like, you know, hey, environment, we shouldn't burn it all down. <laughs> like we should tear down the Confederate statues. Like we should do better. Like there's lots of racism. Yeah. Like we it's nice to be able to say those things and not have to worry. I mean, you even saw when I edited myself just then. Like you yeah. not have to worry about like, oh God, what are the advertisers gonna think? You do care about let me not you are a considerate person and you care about what people think. Yeah. And if you're wrong, you don't mind um, being talked to politely. So this is the key. This is the thing that unlocked my brain one day where I was like, man, I, I just want to say this, but what if I'm wrong? And then I said it and I was wrong. And someone emailed me like, you were, you were wrong. And so the next day I just wrote that I was sorry for what I said and that I was wrong. And it was fine. Yeah. You might remember one of my like primes was apologizing or one of the yours was. Someone it likes was apologizing. Yours. Yeah. And like... That's true in this context too. Like it's, I think it's fine if you're if you're, um, uh, good natured. Whatever the opposite of bad faith. If you're good faith about what you're doing, and like sometimes you screw up and you apologize for it. I think readers will appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, you've got sort of three venues, right? Where it can you can get it in your email. Yeah. You can get a podcast or you can find it on the web, you know, through RSS or Twitter yep. or what have you. Yep. Um, is there in your mind like a canonical version? Yeah. Well, only because of you, Sam. Um, the website is the canonical version and it doesn't stretch back into the whole entire archive. But like I've really tried as we've like talked yeah. throughout the last several years, like I've really tried to make the website the place where it lives so it can live there forever regardless of what happens to until Mailchimp. you get the RIP domain yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true um, yeah so the website gmrv gmrva.com is where it lives um, but you can get it however um, you're not offended no I don't care like I said there's no this is another thing right yeah. there's no advertising on it it's supported by Patreon and I do make like oh, where, can, where can people oh, uh, pay, give you money for the other thing you do. The other thing, um, patreon.com slash GMRVA, right at oh, the top. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and like, so I make some money from it, but like, the great part about having it, I didn't mean to turn this into a media, like on the media episode, um, but the great part about having it user supported is you can read it viewers wherever you like want. you yeah viewers like you can you can listen to it in your car should you drive a car you can listen to it on your bicycle should you choose to bicycle with earbuds in like you can listen to it on the bus you can read it like it doesn't matter to me my only complaint yes is the boop version the yeah. podcast version yeah does not drop as the youth say until after my typical bus ride yeah yeah and and that's just because you can't wake up at three in the morning no no i can't <laughs> yeah um, so it 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 almost always arrives as i have just gotten on the bus or i'm almost on the bus it's like that's a 750 to 750 yeah opsec thanks ross <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find sam um yeah, so it's good. It makes some money. I like it. I think it's a cool model. I think that you didn't ask about this, but I think like if there was a world in which I could just be guy who writes more than email as his job, that would be amazing. It would be incredible. Um, that would be great. I think there's places for it to grow if I had more time, but like, you know, like you said, I don't want to wake Do up you at 3 a.m. See yourself as a journalist, as an essayist? No. As a yeah, more. Um, I don't know what I see. Definitely not a journalist. As a citizen? 
Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just like a my goal. My goal is to I like like you said, you get the tingle in your brain about writing. Yeah, and my my like my two goals are I want I want people to be informed about their city, which you love, which I love, and I think they should love too. Um, and then I also just have these things that I have to get out of my like I have to write about them, and so it's like nice pairing that I can just relieve the need I have to write about <laughs> these things with informing other people. Yeah. Um, and they don't have to take, like, it. you don't have to take what I say as a, as a thing, but it's just nice to be able to do it for me. Yeah. Thanks, Ross. That was a lot. I got emotional there at the end. <laughs> Emotions aren't allowed on a show about liking. Uh-uh, no way. Whew. You want to do some quick hits? Quick hits! Yes, Sam. Hit me, hit me quickly. So, uh, my quick hit this time is a magazine called Fireside Fiction. Ooh. And it is a fiction magazine. Paper magazine? Uh, you can get paper. I pay for the EPUB. I'll get, the, get to there in a second. Oh. So, it is a magazine. You can go to their website, firesidefiction.com. And they have... Uh, I'll just read their from their about page. They are they started in 2012 as a Kickstarter-funded short story magazine, and they began with the goals of finding and publishing great stories regardless of genre and paying their writers well. And then since November 8th, 2016, they have a third goal of resisting the global rise of fascism and far-right populism. Whoa, didn't see goal three coming. Yep. That's great. <laughs> Nor did any, pretty much any of us in 2016. Fair enough. Say uh, it again. I can't stop saying it, Sam. <laughs> uh and it is good short stories of, as they said, different genres. And it is different genres and different um, voices cool. that I normally wouldn't read. Not normally wouldn't read, but are am yeah. exposed to less. Do, do Is it a requirement that all of the stories be about fighting fascism? Or is that just a... It's, a, it's just a goal. Okay. It's not about that. Cool. Uh, and so it's, it's great. I get um, once a month for five bucks. I get once a month an EPUB uh, that's DRM free. That is a month's worth of short stories, and I read it. What's and that? Tell me, like, like how many is like? What is the word length? Is this like a little time? Is this like a New Yorker? Uh, it's New Yorker without all the the stuff that nobody reads. It's just a bunch of stories, probably like I don't know, like six to ten like in that range oh so it's, it's it, enough for like a good bus read yeah yeah, yeah. so you, but and you can finish it in the month you, it's not like an overwhelming yeah 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 it's not overwhelming at all and one, it's, one time we were subscribers of the virginia quarterly review mm-hmm. which was excellent but was like a book right and it's like but that's the thing though like if i'm busy in a month it's short stories it's not like the economist where it's yeah, all out yeah. of date. I can just go back and read them. Right. They're still short stories and they don't take up any shelf space because they're EPUBs. They're just in, in the books app. That's great. Um, uh, and they do have a print edition which compiles uh, quarterly uh, the three months of the quarter so that you could send that and get the giant. You'll put a giant. link in the show notes for us? Yeah. I will also send you uh, a... Listen, I wasn't going to ask. A copy. But it's DRM free. Might as well. Yeah. And uh, maybe the worst thing that happens is you will read it and subscribe yeah. <laughs> and give them more money. Um, Sam, my quick hit. Please tell me. Is what the golf. We talked about it a ton already. Yeah. Listen, I have to 
see if we can get this in the show, Sam. But I just I think the music of everything about what the golf is perfect and wonderful. describe the game. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, well, it's a game you don't want to describe too much. So uh, uh, we'll see if this is good or not. We'll do my level. How my level, Sam? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what the golf is a golf game, and it's. Uh, do you, did you ever play desert golf? Yes. It's like desert golf, but if like desert golf had like an incredible writing team associated with it. Yeah, and writing is important. Super duper important. Um, it's it's golf. Like you have a little ball and you pull your thumb back and point it in a direction and the ball goes. Right. That's the basic gist. Sometimes the ball is a banana. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it subverts your expectations. So you'll play a few levels with the ball and then you will play a few levels where you're throwing the club, and then you'll play a few levels where you're throwing the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's all over the place, and then the soccer balls. I've, I've started the game, but tell me more about... I mean, every... So, like, there's many, 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 many levels. Yeah. Every level, there are three, three ways to play that level, basically. So it's basically hundreds... It feels like hundreds. Maybe it's not hundreds, but it feels like hundreds of mini-games. Basically, mini games. Everything is beatable within under a minute, probably. This is the perfect game to play on the toilet. <laughs> okay. But it's also the perfect game to like play on a bus ride. You could clear like ten levels maybe while you're on the bus. Oh, that, that's impressive. Yeah, it it is beautiful and funny, and the music is good, and the art is funny, and it takes advantage of like so many different types of gameplay. It's just really good, and it is in the Apple Arcade, so you have to pay five ninety nine or whatever, yeah, um, four ninety nine, four ninety nine to get the Apple Arcade. But it is worth four ninety nine. This is a game that if you could just buy for four ninety nine, I would recommend. Right. So you could, in theory, pay for Apple Arcade, and then when you're done with the game, turn it off. Yep, you could. But we probably won't do that because there are a ton of games. There's just so many more games. But anyway, what the golf. It is, It is. I think, my favorite game I played this year, for sure. And I am going to beat it 100% because I can't stop. Awesome. Yeah. Ross, we did it. We did it. We did episode 71. Uh, where can people uh, send us listener mail? Uh, Sam, you can send it to... Well, you already know, but other people can send it to Sam and Ross Like Things, care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box 25914. Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. Excellent. And if you're looking for show notes for this episode, you can go to salmonrosslikethings.com. Right at the top. Right at the top. And the music is by a friend of the show, Matt Fisher. Matt Fisher, he's great. Does he have anything that I can say in the... In the he's got a band. Oh, his band is called Connect, Contact. Contact? I don't know what, what it's, it's called? called. Dang it. Might have, to, might have to cut this off. They just played a show. And I saw the show flyer and it made me feel like an old person. <laughs> but check out his band. We'll put a link in the dang show notes. Yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes to the, his, the name of his actual band. <laughs> Listen, we have a long in-canon history of being bad at bands, so it's fine. <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet, Ross? Uh, Good morning, RVA. GMRVA.com. Oh yeah, GMRVA.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Ross Catro. My personal blog is ross.catro.net and i've been trying to put more writing things there i've noticed it's been great thanks uh you can find me on twitter is at mr beefy or uh, my web zone samdavies.me and i'll typically if i post something new to richmond family magazine or elsewhere it will be linked from there great 
Good work, Sam. Yeah. Good work, Ross. <laughs> Goodbye. <Awesome>. Bye. <laughs>